Hello everybody, welcome back to that Tech Enthusiast podcast and I'm going to be doing something a little bit different today. So first of all, you may have noticed I basically haven't made a new episode um, for this entire week. That's because I did have one made and stuff, well almost made. So it, I've edited it, I finished editing and then it wouldn't um, render on DaVinci Resolve. I think that's because I've got low disk space, I'm sorting it. But in that episode... I basically said that I'm going to be doing episodes, mini episodes, which is basically what this is. This is a mini episode where I talk about one subject for the entire time. And today that subject is Apple and iOS, macOS, all of it to do with Apple. Why I prefer Android. Um, Yeah, so I'm an Android user. I have an Android phone and an Android tablet. Um... And yeah, obviously I'm not an Apple user, but I once was. So I used to have, well, my first my first ever touchscreen device was one of those really old iPod Touch. I think it's probably a first or second gen iPod Touch. That and it, my dad gave it to me because it, it, yeah, he didn't need it anymore, so he just gave it to me, and that was it. I just used it to listen to music. It was running like iOS four or something. I think. I don't know. But yeah, that was kind of fun. And I really liked it, and I kind of wish I still had it, but the battery was terrible on it. And then on my birthday, you know, the battery was really bad, so on my birthday, um, I got an iPod Touch 6 gen. And that was pretty good, and I still have it. Obviously, they just released the new iPod 7th gen, and I'm not going to lie, mine is starting to get a bit slow. I'm not going to buy the 7th gen because I don't really need it, though. And at this time, with my old iPod, I also had an Android tablet. Now, I blame that Android tablet on the main reason I just prefer Android over iOS now. So, first of all, this was the the tablet was a Huddle 2. And you probably haven't heard of it unless you had one. It was um, a tablet, an Android tablet that Tesco made. It was running Android Lollipop, which is like Android 6? No. Android 5, I think. I'm pretty sure Lollipop is Android 5. And eventually it broke and they don't make them anymore, so I never really got a replacement for a while. I have now got a new Android tablet. But yeah, I blame that tablet on why I prefer Android. Um. And basically the reason why is it was, first of all, it cost roughly around £100. So that's pretty good. Brighton, you know. It did everything I wanted it to do. The speakers weren't too bad. Because so, I would play music often through the speakers. Whilst I was mostly, I was I would use it for games. Obviously I wasn't doing anything like super graphically intense games. But I didn't really want to. I didn't need to. I was just playing whatever I felt like. I, I played Minecraft on there. I played. Um, I played all sorts of games. I can't really remember now, but yeah, it was fun. And I remember one big thing was storage, and not being able to move apps over to the SD card. But I think that was just an Android thing. But yeah, it was a it was a pretty good tablet, and for a hundred pounds, it wasn't too bad. It had. It had, what did it have? Micro USB on it. 
not the best camera. Uh, it was fairly thin and it had, it didn't have the biggest screen, but I didn't want a massive screen because I remember wanting before I got the huddle, I remember wanting an iPad mini. And then I got the huddle and I was like, actually, I've changed my mind. It's way better. And so I just, I guess I never really went back to Apple. I was offered my mum's old iPhone over. So my first phone was an Alcatel Pop 4. And when we were getting rid of it, my, my parents said, you can either have my mum's old iPhone 5S, I think it was. Or I can just get a new phone. So I decided I wanted a new phone. So I paid for a bit of it and they did. And I got an Android phone. And I got the Samsung Galaxy J5. That broke. Which leads me to my current phone. Which is the Samsung Galaxy A40. I also mentioned I do now have a tablet. I went for probably like one or two. Maybe even three years without a, t uh, without a tablet. And then I decided I want one because at the time I didn't have a second monitor for my laptop. So I basically I found this app called Space Desk, which lets you use your uh, laptop or no, sorry, your tablet as a second screen for your Windows computer. And it's only for Windows, but there are Linux and probably Mac versions available. But just your not versions of Space Desk, but another app that does the same thing. Um, yeah, but then I got a monitor. So now I really don't use my Android tablet that often. I don't know if I've mentioned this already, but it's called a Zafe. And it was, it's a, it's an interesting device. It too is about £100. So let, if you compare them, I'd say this one's better only because it's newer stuff. But let's say that the Huddle was kind of like still existed and was running the same version of Android, which is Android 8, now Zafe is running Android 8, then they would probably, the huddle would probably be better. However, it does have a decent amount of ports. It has mini HDMI or micro HDMI, I can't remember which one it is now, a headphone jack, dedicated charger, and a micro USB, as well as a, just a USB type A port, and it also has a clip-on keyboard as well so that was pretty good so the point of me basically telling you all that is because i've pretty much always been an android user i also hope that you can't hear my computer fan in the background right now my laptop keeps turning up the fan <laughs> it's really annoying and i really hope it's not ruining my recording but there's not really anything i can do about it if it is how do you can you even turn fans off in window? Well, Windows? Probably not. Don't think you can on any operating system, but... So, basically, now the phone is ringing. Why is everything happening? Right, I think someone else has answered it. This is not going very well, is it? Maybe if I unplug it. Oh well. Okay, actually no, unplugging it seems to have solved the problem. Okay, right, I'm back. What was I talking about? Before I got interrupted by literally everything. Um, 
Oh yeah, so the point of me telling you all that is because basically I've been an Android user for the majority of my time and I've basically made a list of why I now prefer Android and don't like Apple because to be completely honest I don't like iOS that much I'm willing to use macOS and I'm trying to find a really old Mac that I can just upgrade and then use as my new recording computer because this laptop isn't the best also there are things like GarageBand on there which I can use so I really want to use that also I'm just not sure hang on a second I think my recording might have broken Okay, I've just checked, it was not broken. I am having some really strange things happening today. All I want to do is record a mini episode. Right, okay, so basically, as I was saying, before I got distracted. Um, yeah, I've made a list of reasons I don't like iOS. Um, and I guess kind of why I prefer Android. So the first one I've put is less customizable. It kind of speaks for itself, but iOS is just less customizable and it's kind of obvious i'm pretty sure that's something that like everybody puts on their list of why they like android more um because it just is you know you can jailbreak it but like i like one of the things i like in android is let's be honest there are apps on ios and android that people don't use you know those pre-installed apps that you can't get rid of i've actually found a way to get rid of them by the way if you go into settings and then press disable on the app then you can disable them which does a similar thing to uninstalling it um but there isn't a workaround on apple unless you like put them all into a different folder or put them all on a different screen they're still there but there's another way, because there are some apps that you can't disable on Android, there's another way that you can kind of solve it. If you, because Android has the app drawer, where it's got all of your, it's got all of your apps um, there, and then you can drag them out onto your home screen, so the ones that you want on your home screen can be there, and then the ones that you don't want can just stay in the app drawer. You know, it's like it's kind of like in real life, you put stuff in a drawer to store them. I know I've got two drawers on this desk. One of them's got my iFixit toolkit and various cables, and there's also a motherboard in here. And then, yeah, stuff that I do sometimes use, but I don't need all the time because those apps. So it's kind of like a similar thing as what you'd use a drawer to. And that's probably why it's called an app drawer. I've only just made that connection, by the way. <laughs> I always thought it was something to do with like the animation or something, but obviously not. Alright, this is definitely controversial. But for me, iOS is harder to use than Android. And that's probably just me and like people that have never used iOS before. Or hardly used iOS. Because, I don't know, when I use my iPod, I just find it harder to use. I know it used to be way easier to update apps. But with iOS 13, you've got to go into, like, your account, purchases, app updates, or something like that. And it's really stupid. I can't, when I go on there for the 
rare occasion because I might need to make a screen recording to help one of my friends do something and they have an iPhone so I go on there screen record how to do something for them the updates oh they're hard and actually I'm not sure if it's on iOS 12 which is what my iPods run in but I think on my parents phones it is iOS 13 so that's probably where I've seen it not on my iPod still it's hard also iPhones are significantly more expensive like let's be honest I looked the other day I think on on the previous episode on eBay at how much I think I did the iPhone 7 cost and I'm gonna do it again right now if I can spell iPhone correctly and I'm pretty sure it got something like a hundred pounds for it at this point 119 130 37 okay so about 130 for iPhone 7 let's look at an iPhone 6s because why not and the iPhone 6s 118 so look the iPhone okay actually no that one's 70 so I guess well the, okay the iPhone 6s kind of varies most of them are about 85 some reason it's in dollars as well but yeah and then you take a look at a what so iPhone 7 so a Samsung Galaxy S7 an S7 125 so interestingly they still have similar prices but if you look at immediately old phones and also new phones they still do have a higher price now obviously this doesn't count on for, for samsung this doesn't count foldables obviously the galaxy fold and the galaxy z they're really expensive but the other thing is on android there is a different there's like a price for everyone so let's say well look so i'm going to use samsung again as an example because they're the ones i'm just most familiar with they've got i'd say four different like smartphone ranges i guess you could say um well technically three because one of them kind of discontinued but the galaxy a series which is budget galaxy j which the galaxy a replaced Galaxy S, which is their flagship, and the Galaxy Note, which is kind of like above their flagship. And look, for prices, so for the Galaxy A, the cheapest is the A10 for 139. That's pretty affordable, and it's probably not even too bad. It's got 6.2 inch display, which is better. It has a bigger display than the one next to it, which is the A20E for 169. has a 5.8 inch display, and it's HD plus infinity D don't really know what that means though and then all the way up to the highest a phone is a 95 G and then there's also the a 80 which I don't think is in the UK which is probably why it's not listed here but that has a folding well not folding like a flippy camera it's pretty cool and then there's the J series which I won't talk too much about because they're discontinued but obviously I used to have a J5, like I've already said, 
JFAB 2017. But there's the J6 Plus, the J6, J4 Plus, J5, 2018 and 20, no, 2017 and 2016 version, I think. And then there's J3 2017 as well. Basically, there's a lot of different smartphones. And then let's say you want something more expensive and more powerful. The Galaxy S. There's the S20 5G, 899. S20 Plus, 5G, 999. S20 Ultra, which is also 5G, 1199. And then there's a Galaxy Note. Note 10 Lite is 529. Note 10 Plus, 999. Note 10. Why are there two Note 10 Pluses? Oh, Note 10 Plus, 5G, 1999. But then, Apple, they have one range, and obviously that's kind of changing with the new iPhone 9. They just have one, for now though, they have one range of phones, and that's of course the iPhone. The iPhone 11 Pro, the iPhone 11, iPhone 11 X, nope, sorry, what? iPhone XR, iPhone 8, iPhone X, iPhone XS. Interestingly, they don't, on their website, they only say the iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11, iPhone XR, iPhone 8. They don't have the X and the XS. And I think this is probably, this is slightly off topic, but whatever. This is slightly for, this is probably for uh, marketing to try and not tempt people to get the XS. And then the iPhone 8 is probably their, like, they're advertising it now as a budget version. But anyway, the iPhone 11 Pro, iPhone 11 and iPhone 11 XR and iPhone 11 8 those are the ones that you'll see when you go to the iPhone section on apple.co.uk or apple.com forward slash UK the iPhone 11 Pro costs okay it's loading costs if you don't have a trade in 420 no, sorry, £42.99 a month or £1,049 up front. For the iPhone 11, so just the base model, it costs £729 without a trade in. That's actually decent. Wait, what is the Galaxy S? So well, the S20 is 800. Okay, well that's slightly weird. Since when's this been cheaper? <laughs> With a trade-in, I didn't realize iPhone 11s were that cheap. With a trade-in, it's 559 as well. That's actually pretty decent. Was not expecting that. The iPhone XR is 629 the iphone xr is literally more expensive wait no is it it's like a hundred pounds off the iphone 11 but obviously it's the iphone x anyway so whatever and then the iphone 8 is 479 so yeah they're definitely advertising it right now as a budget phone i think but yeah i guess there are still like different there aren't so some of the, I guess some of the iPhones are 
similar prices, but that's not really that's kind of expected. But the Samsung Galaxy have different ranges of smartphones for different price points. So I've kind of so yeah, I guess I have proven my point. Because they have different ranges, so they still have budget versions, whereas Apple don't. They're just advertising the previous two phones as budget version. They're advertising the XR and the iPhone 8. Which I guess is a good plan, but still, I would prefer something that's probably going to be supported longer for a budget. Alright. The other thing is lack of features. Something which I like doing is putting music onto my Android phone in file. Are you kidding me? The phone is ringing again. Okay, thank you. Why does the phone keep ringing? It's getting annoying. So, I like putting music in File Manager or Explorer. What even is it called? File Explorer. That's because of Android. I call it File Manager sometimes. I like just being able to do that. Just plug in my Android and put music on from my laptop onto my Android phone in file manager so I don't have to use iTunes you can't do that on Apple on iPhone on iOS you have to use iTunes not everybody wants to have to install an extra application but also on iOS you can't transfer photos so on Android you can basically transfer virtually any file you've got on there on iOS, you can transfer photos off, but as far as I know, you can't transfer them on to your phone in File Manager, Explorer, whatever it's called. That is just something which I think is a pretty helpful feature, to be honest. I know it's slightly random, but I just think it is a pretty helpful feature. Um, okay, what time are we on? I'm taking way longer than I was expecting. I guess this isn't a mini episode, but whatever. I've already gone through how expensive they are. The last one, the last point I'm going to make, generally they're slower as new updates happen. So, um, my iPod Touch 6th Gen is a perfect example of this. It is way slower than it used to be. Um, it's running iOS like 12.4 or something. It is way slower than it used to be. When I first got it on like iOS 10 probably. I had a look at trying to downgrade it. You can't downgrade it that easily. You Because you can like restore backups. But I could only go to like iOS 12.3 or something using iTunes so I can't basically go like I was trying to get it to like the C C the lowest iOS version I could possibly get it to so you know possibly even iOS 1 whatever it was called back then but yeah that's basically all I've got to say also I'm gonna start pre-recording a bit more I think so I think right now I'm just gonna record loads of episodes and then schedule them to um, upload on YouTube and 
I don't think you can schedule on just normal podcasts. Also, something else I need to quickly say. We're coming to Apple Podcasts. It's just taking a while because it's not working properly. And the new episodes aren't being put on there. And I don't really know why, but I'm sorting it. Um, And yeah, thanks for listening. I will see you all hopefully in the next episode. And next time I do a mini episode, I'll try and not make it as long. And hopefully the phone won't ring. Goodbye.